0: Welcome to Hitched on the Astral, the place where dating and astrology meet. I'm Lucy Porter, and astrology is my love language. I'm here to help you ramp up your love life through translating the secrets buried in your birth chart. Um, hello, babes. Welcome to season two of Hitched on the Astral, the hotline. This season, I'll be speaking to 10 callers over 10 weeks and exploring the 10 main astrological planets to see how they affect your love, sex, and dating life. Whether my callers are single or in a relationship, they all share one thing in common. They have an itch, which they want scratching, and they believe that their birth chart can help them unlock the relational secrets that they are so craving. And this is where I come in handy as their astrological agony aunt, their sexual fairy godmother, whatever. Now I always say no birth time, no booty, because babe, trust me when I say, you've got to know your own birth chart inside out first before you start spying on your crushes. Truly, it starts with you. And just like that, I think my phone is ringing. Hello? Hey. Who is this on my line? It's Sonia. (laughs) Hi, Sonia, babe. How can I help you today?
1: So, um... My partner is very self-assured, very confident, not the most vocal kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love being told how much I'm loved, I'm revered. Um, I need constant assurance. <laughs> um, I can assure myself most of the time, but it's always nice when your man tells you how great you are. Um, and sometimes I struggle with that because um, he shows his love through his actions and his actions are very consistent but vocally I feel like he could do more Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to assure myself in that regard as well you know like kind of fill my own cup so I'm not always looking to him Mm -hmm. to validate me in that way so I was just wondering whether the charts have something to say about this
0: (laughs) well Thank you for your question. I love this question because I think that so many people will connect to it. Um, I think we place so much emphasis on feeling like someone fancies us or desires us or expresses their feelings through words. Mm. But it sounds like to me you are with a partner who shows up for you and Mm. his love speaks through his actions, which I think is quite rare. So let's get your chart up. Of course. Okay, my darling. So 22nd of January, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have your sun in Aquarius, mm-hmm. and your Venus in Pisces, mm-hmm. and your Mars in Cancer. So this is definitely a chart that kind of gets hot and gets excited on emotional connection on someone devoting themselves to you through language through a playlist through texting you at one in the morning with like mm-hmm. a poem or something that they feel or something that they see
1: literally there's i love you morning text you know which by the way i don't get but <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint.
0: <laughs> hint hint yeah i mean it's so interesting when you have a water sign like masculine and a water sign feminine because so much of your capacity for loving relationships, it comes through like spiritual, emotional depth and Mm -hmm. not necessarily through, um, not even necessarily through language, but through devotion and through someone meeting your emotional needs. Yeah. Let's look at your partner's chart and see where his placements are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he also has his Mars in Pisces and his Venus in Aries. So this is some super hot, super well-matched sinistry for the two of you. It's like, is there a sort of deep authenticity with the two of you where it kind of feels like you have a friendship, but there's so much to build on? Yeah,
1: so it's funny you say that Because we were actually friends for two years We matched on a dating app (laughs) Where you you meet all your friends (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there wasn't really like an instant like Oh, he's so hot, I fancy him I did think he was attractive But it wasn't like mysterious and flirty It was Mm. always very like assured We always felt comfortable from the beginning Like, you know, like you're meeting an old friend and that friendship kept growing, you know, it's funny cause there came a time where I kind of found someone and then he was with someone and our friendship was still pretty strong. Mm. That. Um, but there was always kind of like a weird gray space where, you know, we both knew we were really compatible um, and we were both showing up for each other in emotionally like intimate ways, you know um, you know, if he had something big, that would happen to him you know he he wouldn't go to anybody else he'd come to me first so um but you know we never crossed that platonic line you know because we knew that we had made something so powerful so strong such a uh friendship that was core to like I don't know it's, it's almost as though we're like each other's support systems mm. so that made it really hard to, to cross that platonic line because we were like okay if if we get together romantically and we don't click and we 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 break up we're losing not just a friendship but a support system and now a romance as well so it was big big pressure but you know there came a point last year we were where we were just like we'd rather not you know go into the future and think what if what if we tried that you know and we just wanted to defy that we didn't want to be led by fear. Um, and we've always been growers, both of us. We always want to be like the best versions of ourselves, mm-hmm. um, individually and together. And so we were like, you know what, let's just try this. And we knew there were going to be problems because we're both of different religions, you know, and historically there have been conflicts mm-hmm. for centuries and centuries. So, um, you know, it was also very difficult with our parents at the beginning, um, because they couldn't quite get their head their head around it, they're more to conform. You know, they're both really quite religious, but um, we've learned to find we've learned to find so many similarities between the religions. And you know, the more you look into it, the, they're more similar than you think. So we've not been able to unify our parents, but they're both getting at a place where it's not so much of like this is never going to happen. They're kind of coming around to it.
0: That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And it really is it's funny because the connection that I see between your charts is this Jupiter connection which mm. you know is connected to the sign of Sagittarius and obviously yeah. your partner has his moon in Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And you have your north node so yeah Sagittarius so you're both here to begin to really connect to the Sagittarius energy which is all about long-term potential Jupiter it's all about spiritual expansion and long-term growth and really that phase which is like a grower not shower so building a relationship that doesn't come from this like fluttery gut feeling of anxiety or needing them right in that moment or fancying them and um but actually just feeling like safe and inspired yeah. and like you're the best version of yourself with them. And with that kind of synastry that you two have, it's funny that you, your question was about feeling like fancied and, and <laughs> revered when mm. actually the ultimate reverence is like authenticity and commitment. Mm. And mm. I see this kind of like like I said this, that I see in his chart this kind of like guru vibe. And I definitely see in you this like super artistic, like wise woman that yeah. it's almost like you guys had some past life together where you were 80 years old, like in a cave <laughs> meditating as these monks, and you've come back together now to maybe to be allowed to be together and to really show up together and be seen together and to teach each other. Because yeah. Like, as you can see, I won't get into the whole charts because it would take hours, but there's a <laughs> lot of differences between you. Oh, but so many. But <laughs> you are both, it's almost like being around each other, that you're becoming who you're supposed to be just by being in the presence of each other.
1: Yeah, he always, it's funny you say that because he's always, he was like, the biggest gift you can give me is to just continue being like the best version of yourself. And yeah I know it's so crazy and I want to do that when I'm around him. I don't feel like okay how can I please him? How can I mold myself to to be somebody that he'll fancy. It's never that. It's kind of like okay how am I how can I show up for myself? You know. Which is crazy. We're both we but we both feel so safe around each other to be like the most authentic version of ourselves.
0: To be honest Sonia babe, I can't think of a better relationship than that. I mean, I would give you guys a 10 out of 10. I think that you have such excellent, excellent long-term potential. And because you're so connected to this like Jupiter Mm. energy, it feels like you're never going to stop growing. You're never going to stop expanding. And even if there is some small feeling of lack about something at this moment, if that's about feeling like really fancy, Mm. everything is growing. Everything is getting better. So just imagine how good it is now. And every month, every day, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger as you take up more space together. I um, love it. I I'm, can feel that. Yeah. I I hope I get invited to the wedding.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> you can be my child's godmother.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, please. Literally fairy godmother.
1: <laughs> I would love that. love that so much. Oh, no, this is really assuring. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for calling in. And yeah, these are some red hot, highly compatible charts.
1: Amazing. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's the power of astrology. It can be sometimes so reassuring.
1: Yeah, because in the it's easy in the present moment to kind of be like, is this it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can even dis- go as far as like dismissing it and making a decision that maybe you shouldn't because you're so worried that it doesn't conform to your blueprint or your idea of what love should look like Mm. you know we don't see love as something that we could grow from a lot of us want like really romantic love from the jump we don't kind of go into dating apps like yeah I'm looking for somebody I can grow it like like really develop with because developing is hard it's it's not always pretty you know growth is hard and that's what a lot of us need so
0: yeah you're so right babe because with growth you have to look at yourself you have to grow too oh my god yeah otherwise if you're just demanding that a certain type of partner enters your life and makes you feel a certain way it kind of means you have to bypass doing any of your own inner work in order to be in a relationship which Mm -hmm. yeah which can only get you so far
1: no because growth like uh, sorry about the disgusting comparison but growth can be like a zit you know at some point it will surface it will surface and you're gonna have to deal with the it's ugly head <laughs> you can cut this out this part out by the way it's this gross
0: <laughs> do you know what, babe i think i'll have you as a co-host next time because i'm <laughs> sure people are just gonna love this really beautiful advice
1: <laughs> oh um, <laughs> i just sensing me entirely because <laughs> why did i say that <laughs> but thank you <laughs>
0: my darling thank you so much for calling in
1: no worries thank you for having me it was great i've learned a lot
0: yeah you've got a great partner great relationship and good luck with it thank you thanks so much so much love bye what a great call with sonia Jupiter is, is such a nice planet, you know, it, when I think about it, my reflections of Jupiter, and especially after that conversation, is that it is the planet of expansion, growth, opportunity, spirituality, magnificence, luck, power. It's the part of you that is the head girl, that gets chosen to talk in class, that wins the fucking lottery gets upgraded to first class, gets the golden ticket, feels angels around you, is blossoming, receives flowers in the post, gets your blue tick, has a honeymoon in Necker Island. You get the vibe. Jupiter is a high vibe planet. And its mantra is, I am growing. Jupiter never stops growing. It is the planet of just endless potential. And it's so important to really know your Jupiter placement because it shows you where the growth never stops. It truly is your unlimited potential. Now, as a dating expert, I'll call myself that, why fucking not? The first rule in relationships, as we all know, is don't fall in love with someone's potential. So you have to be a bit wary of Jupiter and not just to go fully into potential. But what it does show you is in yourself where the road is long and prosperous, where you have tons of opportunity to keep growing, but also where you can practice not getting attached to what it is that you currently have, because Jupiter will ask you to keep growing, to keep investing, not to get too comfortable, right? An example, right? So if your Jupiter was in Scorpio, you would say, I am growing continuously through spirituality. Or if your Jupiter is in Leo, I'm growing continuously through my expression. Or Virgo, I'm growing continuously through refinement. So having a little think about where your Jupiter placement is, what sign it falls in, and where you have incredible potential, endless potential, to grow. What a busy day at my love desk. Thank you so much for listening, my darlings. And remember, no birth time, no booty. See ya.